Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to the Random History Podcast. Today, I will be taking a brief break from my historical misconceptions miniseries to focus on answering or presenting one answer to one of the greatest historical questions mankind has ever pondered. Why is it so hard to invade Russia in the winter? And in order to answer this question, I will look at a, a series of different aspects of combat and of warfare in general to show why winter in Russia is ill-conducive to invasion. I'm going to look at logistics, both in terms of moving people around and then getting them supplies. I'm going to focus on combat in the winter. I'm going to focus on morale and health of soldiers. I'm also going to focus on a couple of other important things, such as the use of vehicles in the winter and the use of transportation in the winter. But before I get into that, I'm going to focus on two of the most spectacular failed invasions of Russia during the winter, as understanding leads can help us understand why it is so hard to invade Russia in the winter. So to start off, I'm going to focus on the earlier one, chronologically speaking, the French invasion of Russia by the Napoleon by the Napoleonic forces. And for those who do not know what this is, basically, in June of 1812, Napoleon invaded Russia in order to force them back into the continental system, which was his attempt to knock Great Britain out of the war, or the United Kingdom out of the war, through blockades. And Napoleon, and I'm going to focus, rather than focusing on the course of the war, I'm going to focus on a couple of important things which played a major role in the destruction of Napoleon's forces. So thank you to notice that Napoleon, in this war and in many of his other wars, relied on long force marches. And in this case, Napoleon was trying to pursue a decisive engagement and even the, the attempted destruction of the retreating Russian army, which at this point was under, I believe, the Barclay of Tolly, de Tolly. And while he did win a series of battles against them, he was unable to win any major decisive victories. And soon enough, the Russians would pull in Kutuzov, who, for those who have read War and Peace, is actually a character in that book. Fun little history slash literature fact right there. And at this point, the Russian army began to adapt a form of... Or be continu continued to retreat, but also to adapt this form of attrition warfare that focused on destroying supplies in the areas that they could not be used by Napoleon, as in order for Napoleon to carry out his force marches, his he had to disconnect himself from what supply trains he did have and start marching hard. And in addition, Napoleon had a trend of trying to have his men live off the land in order to improve mobility, as by living off the land they could avoid having such a long and both weak and slow supply train. But this also had a negative effect in this war, however, because Russia's was much a much sparser area than where he had fought before, which made foraging for food harder. And soon enough, Napoleon would seize Russia, Moscow, which is the major city, a major city in Russia for the unaware. However, the city would soon be set afire and it was abandoned. And Napoleon waited for a peace offer, but eventually tried to march southwest in a retreat. And soon enough, he continued to retreat from the army. As he was unable to fight a decisive engagement, he was out of food because all of it, all the food that he had had been pretty much consumed a lot of it. What supply trains were left were kind of far away from him, and the Russians had destroyed a lot of the food. And on the way back, his men suffered further from starvation, and their horses also died in mass. They also faced hypothermia, as back then our winter clothing was, why, was somewhat okay, not as good as today, so... Hypothermia was a huge issue, and they were facing guerrilla warfare from both Russian peasants and Cossacks. And eventually, Napoleon's forces would retreat, would fully escape, but not before suffering heavily. So now I'm going to move on to the Operation Barbarossa and how that built in Russia during winter. But first, I'm going to do a little bit of a brief, like, 
summary of what just happened. So in essence, Napoleon's invasion of Russia failed due to a lack of supplies, both due to the conditions of winter and Russian tactics. And in addition, he also suffered heavily due to the conditions and issues that cold inflicted upon his people, as well as, of course, the Russian people itself also caused him issues. The thing to know is that why they did suffer from food supplies, they did have supply lines, just that they had some logistical issues that already caused some issues. They had some logistical issues that caused some problems already. And I'm going to talk about the German invasion of Russia, so-called Operation Barbarossa. I'm going to talk about how this failed during the winter as well. So I did not know what Operation Barbarossa was. In essence, Germany broke their non-aggression pact with the Russians and invaded. In this battle, while initially this theater of war, while initially quite successful with the Germans, would soon enough see them suffer quite heavily. And as well as that, as well as suffering quite heavily, they would also eventually be pushed back, and they would all and they would begin to suffer quite heavily from the Russians, from Russian attacks. Now I'm gonna talk a little bit about what happened first. I'm gonna talk a little bit about the background. Basically, they had a non-aggression pact. Hitler wanted more land, so he invaded them. That's basically all you really need to know is that's not important to the wider failure in winter. I'm going to talk about how it did fail, though. So, some of the main failures would be in some of the bigger sieges. The thing to note is, I'm not going to really focus on any of the bigger, like, oh, this battle failed for this reason, this battle failed for this reason. I'm going to focus more on the issues that the soldiers faced. So, a major issue was in the fact that, as it was winter, it was quite cold, so hypothermia was an issue. And while the Russians, I mean, while the Germans did pull in some Finnish forces, they did not pull in enough Finnish forces to really have any successful Cold War operations. In addition to this, their air force began to suffer from cold air operation as it is somewhat more difficult for to maintain air superiority in different weather conditions. And their tanks also operated off a different type of gasoline, different type of fuel than the Russian tanks, which led to German tanks and other forms of armored ve- vehicles and regular vehicles freezing, or their fuel freezing, causing them to be rendered immobile, while the Russians still had vehicles. In addition, the Germans began to starve quite heavily as well, due to their loss of just, like, food, because the Russians once again employed a scorched earth technique that caused a lot of issues i think to notice that in addition to this the russian peasants themselves also began to destroy their food which caused even further issues for the russian for german forces i mean in addition to the winter itself with snow there was also a lot of issues with rainfall pretty early in with lots of mud that caused a lot of issues to the germans and soon enough they were greatly slowed down and the slowed advance caused them even further food issues, as by being prevented from reaching the major cities, they could not tap into the food stores that each city had. And once they did reach the cities, their already exhausted forces found themselves trapped in some very bad weather conditions and in some very horrific conflicts that further wore them down. And the thing to know is that, in addition to this, they found themselves facing the vastly more adept Russians in winter combat, as the Russians were more experienced in fighting in winter conditions. However, the Russians also struggled with supply shortages with winter clothing, but the Russians were able to also bring in even more expert troops from the Siberian areas of Russia, who were even more skilled in cold warfare, which allowed them to greatly weaken the Germans. 
So as you can see, and eventually the Germans will be forced to retreat after multiple, after a lot of fighting. And as people know, actually no, and as people know, the Germans would eventually fall. I'm now going to do a little bit of a quick analysis of how this happened, how this failure happened, as you can probably see. The Germans also struggled with supply issues. They saw similar issues with transportation, though in this case it wasn't their horses dying, it was their vehicles running out of workable fuel. They also fought superior forces with more skill in winter combat, as well as other issues. So now I've covered the two major invasions that helped create this myth, and two of the biggest invasions that, not myth, I mean created this whole concept that you cannot invade Russia in the winter. I'm going to focus on some of the th reasons why you cannot. So I'm going to first focus on logistics, especially the transportation of supplies. As you can see, the Russian winter creates a lot of issues with transportation supplies, as firstly, the winter weather can make the conditions for transportation much worse, which can make it harder for you to keep a supply train moving and to keep your supplies operational. In addition, the winter time in Russia makes it harder to forage surrounding foods as a lot of animals are out of the are no longer there. And this, and some of the food and you, the food is not really in the fields ready for to be harvested and why there is food supply. As you can see, the Russians were quite adept at using scorched earth tactics to exasperate these already harsh food sources to make them quite lethal. And these food sources make invasions harder in the winter as if your army is starving. First, you cannot fight as well, which makes it much harder for you to win battles. You have to focus more on hunting for food and gathering for food, which can force you to make difficult moves. And if you're running out of food, you often find yourself forced to retreat out of fear of losing your entire force to starvation or to some other issues. And in addition, eventually your troops may starve to death, and the weaker ones might die earlier. Now I'm going to focus on logistical issues with transportation. As you can see, the lack of food can kill the animals used in the transportation and in carrying stuff. And the cold enough temperatures can also cause with issues with the roads and with paths as well as causing issues in the fuel of vehicles. And because of this, transportation is made much worse. And this causes invasions. This causes issues with invasions during the winter as the vehicles can often help provide soldiers with shelter from the cold and losing the ability to move them can force them to leave their vehicles behind. And because in modern warfare, not having tanks or some other form of the armored vehicle can be a significant advantage, significant disadvantage in combat, especially when facing armored troops. And the loss of the vehicles can greatly slow your advance. And in a winter, and in a, and as you can already see in these type of, in a winter invasion of Russia, speed is of the essence that you need to be able to seize food supplies in time. So now that I focused on how invasion Russia in the winter causes issues with both logistics and transportation with um food logistics and transportation logistics, I'm going to focus on. How Russia in the winter also causes issues with air support. As I previously mentioned, the fuel and planes can often suffer from the cold. The fuel and vehicles can often suffer from the cold. And this effect explains too and at a much worse extent since the planes are firing higher in the air and are therefore facing even colder temperatures. In addition, winter conditions in Russia are different than that which of other nations in Europe, which made it difficult for other European nations to operate significant amounts of airplanes in Russia, especially when facing Russian forces, who are more skilled in the situation. So I'm going to focus on the effects on the soldiers, before moving on to the fact that the 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 home ground advantage of the Russians and their use and their ad their adaptions to the winter fighting. So I'm going to now focus on the soldiers. Firstly, fighting in war winter harsh winter is bad for the health of a soldier, as you can struggle with hypothermia, and now you're going to be forced to wear much heavier winter clothing, which can burden you down and wear you down, make it harder for you to move fast, which can interfere with the ability to fight well. 
And the cold can either kill you or greatly weaken you, both of which are bad for soldiers. In addition, the winter's bad for morale, of course, as it's not a very pleasant time. And having lower morale in your soldiers can make it easier for them to break in heat of battle and flee. And it can also cause issues with them not fighting as well as they could. And now I focused on a bit on how the winter can help wear down the soldiers. I'm also going to focus on how the the Russians themselves are actually more adapt to the winter fighting and are therefore able to defeat invasions quite easily. As you all know, the Russians do live in Russia, so they deal with the Russian winter every year. And as a result, this makes them much more adept to the Russian winter. So a lot of their wartime technology will already have adapted to work around this. For example, the T-34 ha- operated on a fuel form of diesel that did not freeze while the German fuel did freeze in their tanks and vehicles causing issues. In addition, the Russians also had even better troops, Siberian troops, who were comfortable in much worse winter, who could operate as a form of almost specialized troops with even greater experience, whose great skill in winter warfare could help them turn the tide. As well as, in addition to this, the Russians, as you could already see from their use of scorched earth and attrition tactics, had adapted their military strategies to accommodate for winter warfare. And when this combined with a greater skill and greater adaption to winter warfare helped them win over invasions. So in conclusion, it's hard to invade Russia in the winter because, firstly, logistically speaking, both transportation and getting food supplies is hard. Maintaining weaponry and combat vehicles for warfare was hard. Having air support is much more difficult. The soldiers' morale and health is greatly reduced, which in turn reduces their ability to fight well. And the Russians possess a superior home court advantage in terms of a both morale as they are fighting for their homeland, and in terms of just combat in general, as they are more used to the winter and have adapted to fight in it, as well as have technological innovations that will help them fight in it. So thanks for listening, y'all, and once again, this was the Random History Podcast.